Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to AfterBuzz TV's The Concert Experience. Today we have amazingly talented vocalist and The Voice alumni, Felicia Temple. So don't move a muscle. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Concert Experience here on the AfterBuzz TV network. Let's listen for a sec. Because that's the amazing voice of my guest, Felicia Temple. Felicia, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Of course. If you guys want to find me online before we dive in, my name is Jeff Graham. You can do so at Jeffrey C. Graham. Felicia, if they want to connect with you on social media, where can they do that? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, at Felicia Temple. Amazing. I can't imagine there's a ton of Felicia Temples, so I'm sure you're easy to find, no. right? See, but there is a Felicia Temple on Facebook, so I'm really? Felicia Temple Music nice. on Facebook. Somehow someone got to it of first. all places. Yeah, when you have a name like Jeff Graham, it can be hard to distinguish yourself among the internet, so it's probably nice that you can kind of have that as a... Uh, and of yes. course, now you are by far the most famous Felicia Temple because you have a very illustrious burgeoning music career that <laughs> was made big on The Voice, but you were working even before you got on The Voice, which is really cool. Yes. You grew up in a musical family. So I kind of want to talk about that. Your dad was associated with the Sugar Hill Gang. Is that right? Yes, he still is. Actually, my dad's overseas in Europe right now. He's gone until August. He's on tour. Amazing. Yeah. So what was that like growing up in a musical family? It was just, it was something that was every day. You know, there's always music in the house. Someone's always playing. Someone's always singing. Mm-hmm. My aunt and my uncle were the first artists ever signed to Jive, ever. Wow. Um, you know, I grew up in the studio doing homework on the couch while my dad was recording. So wow. it's just always been something that's there. So do you feel like that's almost pressure for you to enter a musical career? Or do you feel like it just kind of came naturally? For me, it came naturally. Mm-hmm. You know, my other brothers and sisters, no one sings. My yeah, sister really. can sing very well, and she just doesn't like the spotlight. But for me, it was just, I knew I had to be about five. And I said, Mom, I want to be a singer. And she goes, oh, no, not you too. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. As someone who's also, you know, pursuing the arts, parents can sometimes be wary of that because you know it is, it can be the most exciting career and then sometimes a heartbreaking career as well. A lot of ups and downs if you choose to pursue music. But as of late, you've had a lot of ups. Of course, you were already pursuing your career, which is, and you had a following before The Voice actually happened. So what I'm really curious to hear from you is what it was like to already kind of have because a lot of people on The Voice, really, that's their first exposure to people, is their you know entrance into this huge reality show. What was it like kind of already having kind of pushed for your career and then going on The Voice? Can you talk a little bit about what that experience was like? Well, I, I had had music out. I had mm-hmm. two projects out. Um, but The Voice actually came at a perfect time because although, uh, you know, the snowball effect happens. You put out something good. It catches. You know, you get one yes from somebody and, you know, people start to know who you are. You get fans. But at the time, you know, in 2015, I got diagnosed with cancer. Wow. So getting sick just made me shut everything down as much as I wanted to keep working I couldn't I was having surgery and I was on chemo and there was a lot of stuff going on are you cancer free now by the way I am under watch. There's no okay. evidence of the disease in my body, but technically in the neuroendocrine tumor community, we never say cancer-free. Wow. Um, well, congrats. So, I mean, fighting, that's so inspirational. Congratulations yes. on pushing and fighting. That's amazing for yeah. both me and for our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. So the voice actually came at a perfect time because it was just around the time where I knew my chemo was about to be done. I had a couple more rounds to go, and mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out what my next move would be, and I got a phone call. <laughs> So, you know, it like fell out of the sky. Wow. It couldn't have happened at a better time. 
So I want to hear about, it's really great because a lot of our listeners already know The Voice because they're fans of our after show. And I'm sure people tuning in who may have known you before The Voice or because of The Voice would love to know kind of about the process. So did you audition with any kind of producer solicitation or did you kind of go on your own accord? Oh, no, they found me. Okay, that happens yeah. sometimes, I know. They completely so. found me. Yeah. And I was I was very, I was fortunate enough to completely skip the line, nice. per se. Yeah, that happens. You know, so I came straight out to L.A. to prepare for the blind auditions. Yeah, had you so. spent much time in L.A. before coming out here for The Voice? Before or? coming out here for The Voice, I was only in L.A. once ever. I wow. I come to the Grammys, I think, three years ago. Okay, cool. And that was the only time I was ever out here. So it was kind of cool because I arrived and, you know, the other contestants that were preparing for the blinds, they had kind of gone through the other rounds together. So they're like, who are you? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and you're like, I'm here to change the game, yeah. is what you said. <laughs> Um, so the thing is, though, you probably didn't get to see the city much because a lot of times when you're on these reality shows, they really kind of keep you cooped up and confidential because a lot of fans are wondering things. And it, it shoots at CBS Television City. Am I right in saying that? No, oh, no NBC Universal. shoots at Universal. That's right. Okay. So do they keep you kind of in Universal City around here? They keep you locked up. I will not say where before <laughs> some lawyer comes and finds me. That's right. But they keep you locked away in a hotel and uh, you know the area around the hotel very well and because that's as far as you can go (laughs) absolutely well the thing i love about the voice is i feel like there are some reality competition shows i won't say which ones that don't necessarily feature vocalists in the way that they kind of deserve to be featured or you know on dance shows or some reality competition shows it feels like there's so much of a heavy hand and it's not necessarily about the talent as much as it is about the drama but i really feel like the voice honors vocalists did you feel like you kind of were honored as really the talent and the vocal, you know, powerhouse on the show. I will say this: this show gave me the chance to sing a song that I songs that I don't know that I would have gotten the chance to sing if I was on another yeah show. Maybe not songs that I would have thought of initially, um, but to sing, you know, Celine Dion, mm-hmm. to get to sing Adina Menzel, you know, to get to sing Etta James, like these are songs that you may not you know you may not see on other shows and i was honored because they said to me we know you can sing it right you know we're gonna push you to the limit because we know you can sing it so well that's the thing your celine performance especially is my heart will go on is one of my favorite performances that we've ever seen on the voice that must have been a little bit of pressure because celine dion is regarded as one of the queens how did you feel did you know going in that you were gonna nail it or were there any nerves you know, there's always nerves. I'm not a nervous performer. Yeah. But when you get on a stage like that and it's always do or die, mm-hmm. you're you're nervous. You know, normally when I sing, I'm just singing and you right. can take it or leave it. You can love it or hate it. But on this, I need you to love it. And I need you to love it so much that I need to win. Yeah. You know, so it adds a new, a new dimension. Um, but once I started singing it, I just had to kind of, you know, get my zen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got this. Yeah. And you killed it. Um, That kind of leads me to another question I have is, what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced on The Voice as a vocalist compared to just a traditional concert, for example? Uh, The biggest challenge I think I faced on The Voice, which will probably be kind of odd to hear, is that when you do things like this, 
you realize that your voice is no longer your superpower. I mm-hmm. always say as as a singer or an entertainer, you know, coming into this, maybe wherever you're from, you're the best singer that you've ever heard, you yeah. know, the best that you've ever known. And then you get into this competition and, you know, you start out and people turn their chairs and there's 48 people and you're looking around at some of the most talented people you've ever seen and you start to realize like what makes me different from that person like they can sing too so like the one thing you've always depended on to make you stand out and be different everyone has it right you know so it's like what am i gonna do do i have to roll on the floor is it my outfit like you know you're trying to figure out what makes you you absolutely so what do you feel like you discovered about yourself or your identity as an artist through that challenge um, well, what what I feel like I discovered about myself is that I'm really able to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I started out really wanting to stick to what I knew, which was R&B. I'm an R&B singer, and that's what I sing. So I started out with Etta James. And then there were songs that were on my wish list that I really wanted to sing. Titanium. So, you know, Billboard pop hit right you know then the classic celine dion which is like a a timeless song one of the hardest songs to ever sing and i was like i'm gonna do that you know and then broadway so i feel like i got to hit so many different genres right yeah yeah i mean it's so that's one thing i love about the show is it really pushes all these vocalists to give us dimensions that we might not necessarily see in a traditional solo career so it it was so much fun to watch your journey and i have to applaud you on just a classy exciting journey to watch on that show so congratulations thank you so very much i also i have to imagine as someone who was nicknamed felicia keys growing up it was pretty cool to be working with alicia keys on the show it was pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, every time I would see her on set, you know, from afar, they're sitting in the chairs or whatever, and everybody's kind of getting all set up and, you know, the cameras are getting ready to go. And I'm just still like looking out there like, holy crap, it's Alicia Keys. Yeah. Like, it never gets old. It, Absolutely. It never gets old. <laughs> well, it was so much fun to watch your journey on The Voice. Um, but more excitingly, you have a solo EP out now that I've listened to. I love it. Uh, we were talking before, it kind of has shades of Sade. How else would you maybe describe the EP? It's called, just so you all know, it's called The Balancing Act. Is it already out? Or? It is out. Okay, great. It I wasn't came sure out on if Friday. I would, that's what I thought. I wasn't sure if I was listening to like an exclusive press copy <laughs> or if I could be pushing it now. The CD's called, the, uh, the EP's called The Balancing Act, guys. It's wonderful. I've listened to the whole thing. Can you talk a little bit about, about some of your inspirations and influences for the album before we talk about specifically what's going on? So when it came to sound, I actually listened to a lot of indie artists that people have probably never heard of or maybe don't listen to often. Um, that have a lot of live instrument feels. And mm-hmm. I knew that that was something I wanted to do. And I produced the entire record myself. Wow, that's your production? Yes, that's my production. It's gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So I called over my uh, my band and I said, this is what I want to hear from the bass. This is what I want to hear from the strings, you know, like one at a time. Wow. Um, so it was a labor of love. Yeah. The words came straight from my heart. Yeah. If you notice, there's a lot of love songs on there. It's great. And um, at the time, I had met my boyfriend, who's now become my fiance. Congratulations. We'll be married next year. Seeing that ring, y'all. For those listening on the podcast, she's got quite the ring. So, yeah. yeah. Good job. Whoever whoever your fiance is, did a great job. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I listened to so many good, hearty musicians. Mm -hmm. um, And I just wanted to put that out as like a new wave of R&B. 
Absolutely. Well, and I love that you say you were kind of going for a live sound because the music feels kind of urgent on the album. Even though it's laid back, it has a sense of being right there in your ears when you listen to it. Mm -hmm. And so much music today doesn't have that. So I really feel like that's kind of the secret sauce that makes the EP so special. Secret sauce. I like it. I'm going to use that. Secret sauce. (laughs) Absolutely. Is that, so the title is The Balancing Act. Yes. Does that come from the fact that you were such a multi-hyphenate on this CD, producing it, writing it? Is that kind of where the title comes from? Actually, no. Um, I thought up the title uh, because I am a nurse. I am a singer. At the time, I was fighting cancer. I was you know, balancing a new relationship. And there was so many things that I had, you know, I was balancing so many plates and I was like, this is, this is the story of my life. The balancing act, like everything all at once. Yeah. Well, it's so, and even the music it's thematically linked, which is great on an album, but all the songs have kind of their own flavor, which is so appreciated as a listener. So it's really wonderful. I have to applaud you. Thank you so, so much for like taking the time to listen. Thank oh, of you. course. I would not be a good interviewer <laughs> if I didn't do my research. But I will say there are interviews you do where you listen and you're like, oh, that was cool. But it was a joy to do my research for this uh, interview because the album kicks ass. So I'm so Thank excited you. for you. Yeah, Thank it's great. You. <laughs> um, what would be the best way for people to download the item? Would you or the album? Would you say iTunes or iTunes, Apple Music, great. Spotify, Amazon? on Google, Tidal, wherever you can download digital music in any country, you can get this project. Amazing. Are you touring? No, I'm just doing spot dates right now. So if anybody's out there and they want to book me. Absolutely. Well, after they hear this album, they definitely will want to book you. (laughs) I have to say that. Okay, so we're actually not having you sing today on the show because for those listening, we have a sister network called Black Hollywood Live. It's an amazing, it's the internet's best resource for African-American driven entertainment. And you just made an appearance on my friend Jesse's show, which is called The Beat. It's an awesome show that features up and comers like Felicia. So please go check that out if you want to hear a live performance. Though I was talking to Jesse and he told me to ask you a question about your outfit today. For some reason it has a connection to the voice and I wasn't sure exactly what he was prompting (laughs) but he told me it was a great story so I have to hear. So at the voice, you know, initially when when you do the blind auditions, they try their best to dress you in your own clothes. What you bring, you know, depending on how snazzy your wardrobe is at home. And then when you do reality segments, like when you see us with our coach or we're rehearsing with the band, we usually wear our own clothes. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know why, but wardrobe never really liked my personal clothes too much, Mm -hmm. and they would always dress me from head to toe, from the blind audition on. There were very (laughs) few occasions where I got to wear my clothes. Uh And every time they said, okay, bring your own clothes, I would bring this jumpsuit. (laughs) And the stylist would be like, that is so fierce. And they'd be like, but the producer said you can't wear it. I'm like, why? I love this outfit. So now when I come to interviews, I'm like, huh. I'm wearing this. It's probably because you looked too good, and it would have been unfair for your competition for you to wear that. It's probably too kind. (laughs) It's funny because sometimes with wardrobe too, it's something as simple as like the camera can't handle that pattern, or Mm -hmm. like yeah, getting the pattern cleared. Like I learned so much behind the scenes about you know all those rules with production. So many rules and regulations. Um, Are there any other kind of backdoor secrets about the voice that we as fans but non-participants might be interested in learning? Anything that comes to mind. That's a great story, but... 
I think what a lot of people don't um, don't realize is that it's like one big family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a reality competition show. So a lot of people watch, especially like with the battles and the knockouts, when we have to go against somebody and they're like, rah, rah, you know, that person sucked. This person was better. You're better. You're better. And it's so funny because when we were watching, when the knockouts happened and I sang Celine Dion and then Cassie Joy, she sang My Church. Yeah. We're sitting next to each other on the couch in the hotel watching this wow and our phones are blowing up and she's like people are so nasty like (laughs) they you know they think that we're like enemies and we're like the best of friends yeah how was that because i know a lot of people talk about when they have experiences on reality competition shows there is kind of this family sense and everyone's rooting for each other that what was that like though to all of a sudden go on stage and that's technically your competition how did you navigate kind of those feelings Well, I mean, it was terrifying, and especially in the case of Cassie Joy, because she was not only, you know, a friend of mine, that was my roommate. (laughs) Wow. So after I took the loss, I had to go sleep next to her in the (laughs) hotel that night. You know, it was not pleasant. Yeah. So it's hard, you know, and as it it was so funny, because before the knockouts even happened, you know, we got room together, so Mm -hmm. we didn't know that we were going against each other yet, and we both said, she says, I don't want to go against you, and I said, I don't want to go against you, and I said, there's no way we're going to be put together and then when we found out we were we were both like devastated like no not you (laughs) yeah well then that probably means she had to take a new roommate and you already had such a good relationship as roommates so (laughs) yeah that's my buddy yeah she's out there hey cassie joy (laughs) (laughs) well i can't tell you guys enough how great this ep is it's wonderful it's called the balancing act for those of um you guys who caught felicia on the voice you get to see a really different side of her and it's really fun for us to get to see your art because obviously when you're on a competition show you can slay these songs but how cool that we're getting to hear your original compositions as someone who knows music i can tell you the chord structures you're using are really interesting and nuanced and clearly come from a real musician so just you guys have got to check out this album for super technical music fans it's got some great instrumentation you can listen to for those who are kind of more casual listeners who love good lyrics it's got really honest emotional lyrics you can connect to so one of my favorite releases i've heard this year i'd highly recommend the balancing act catch it anywhere itunes amazon (laughs) it's wonderful thank you so much of course it's the best (laughs) anything else you'd like to promote while we have you obviously this is the big project but what else can we keep our eyes out for right now what else can you keep your eyes your wedding i guess (laughs) oh my wedding is gonna be fabulous um but i'll be doing a couple of gigs in new york city awesome for anybody who's around um i'll be headlining soul village which is new york city's biggest r&b showcase um in august and i'll also be opening for old school r&b singer john b at bb kings in new york on august 25th wow okay cool yeah well for anyone listening they can catch you on social media where absolutely at felicia temple instagram twitter and at felicia temple music on facebook wonderful and you guys can find me jeff graham online at jeffrey c graham for those tv fans i'm also reviewing claws the new tnt show every monday at 7 p.m and jesse who hosts the beat is actually my co-panelist on that show so we'd love for you guys to check that out felicia once again thank you so much thank you so much so for much having fun, me guys. and uh, you can catch us all the time we're always producing content uh this is the concert experience where we feature some of um america's best talent and actually global talent as well so keep tuning in and you guys can catch us online social media after buzz tv twitter facebook instagram thank you so much guys bye from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.